And we are about to go live here. We are, I think, officially live. It's exactly 1230. Welcome to the Townstone Financial Show. This is Zach. That is Barry. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Barry doesn't have any food to be munching on. Uncharacteristic of him. I do have um, food. I just didn't make it. But maybe you're enjoying your lunch out there. Uh, but Townstone Financial, NMLS number 136-639. Now that we got that out of the way. Are you looking right at the camera? I was. That's, That's very direct, you know, touch base with our audience when there. are going to change our background? I need a better picture, I guess. Let's get a little comfortable, though. Um, I hate to say it, Barry. What do you hate to say? I mean, I don't hate to say it, but you were right. What did I do? few weeks ago oh, we all yeah, laughed yeah, at yeah. you yeah. you were you know you said you you, you were looking at the charts any money off of it. uh and you said eight percent interest rates could should be in the near future and i think we were i think we were just getting past six percent should have sold bonds short yeah the, that's dangerous though right if you sell something short you're like can't you lose your shirt on that futures you could do futures. i mean our audience would would love to see that you could do futures but um but yeah, you know, at the time it seemed crazy because I was still getting used to, you know, the six point two five rate, and now you're you're I'm pricing out so most of my scenarios are, are above seven, seven percent. And eighth. Seven and eighth, I did this morning. Let's seven. The guy, the guy did not 30, like seven thirty year fixed mortgages, and, and you know, how still, does this? He's still looking to buy his house in Wisconsin anyway. Cause yeah, people still need to buy because but you how have does, to say this. To them, just like everybody else, that you know, if rates go back down, you can refinance. Obviously, the day after there's no there's no uh, prepayment penalty. So, I mean, if you're going to buy a house, you kind of gotta take it in the well. You take it in the shorts a little bit for maybe for a while, or maybe it stays yeah, up it, this it, high it, for a long time. I, I mean, don't know. It can go higher. You know, mortgages before the '90s were were higher than we're seeing right now. Um, sure, prices were lower, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was doing the math for someone earlier today, and it was, you know, we, she's been looking for a house for like years now, and when she was first pre-qualified, she was going to be eligible for three point two five thirty-year fix, looking at like a two. I wonder how many people we pre-qualified in 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 I don't know nineteen and twenty. Yeah, no earlier. Even, even now that they're going to come back and and not and not I was where I was going with this. Is that you qualified earlier at the lower rates and now you don't qualify? Because I really haven't run into too many people that I qualified before who doesn't qualify now, it's, which is which is odd if you oh, think about it. I mean, I've got plenty if they were going up to their maximum eligibility at the yeah. earlier rates. Maybe and more. you know it, it, it's it's tough because this person you know at the old three point two five, which is now a year and a half out out of date, but. Uh, on a two fifty loan Sounds going like up to market ago, rate, doesn't it? Sounds like a long time ago. It's five six hundred bucks a month, and that you know can push at, at that purchase price would push her DTI past that dreaded fifty percent, which you know you got to be under for a conventional loan or conforming loan there. Um, and as a result, you've got to lower the purchase price that you're willing to pay or increase your down payment, and the market, at least. Prices, they're not going up like crazy like they were the last two years, but I don't see them falling yet. They're not going down. Well, I got my ballot yesterday. Oh, I, I filled mine out yesterday when as I had well. My, and that was after I had my COVID shot when I was kind of out of it 24 hours afterwards. 
I I think after the election, you'll have to see you know what direction we're going. If we if we if if the Democrats lose one of the houses, then you're going to kind of see gridlock again, and that may get you some relief on interest rates because I would assume the market will be happy with that with some gridlock because there won't be any more freebies being handed out. I'm talking about money wise, like the trillion dollars that we did for the quote-unquote inflation reduction bill, which just stuck another trillion dollars into the economy here. Um, and then, you know, you got Putin there, and the winter is coming upon us. And it's already cold. I feel it in the it's studio. Cold here. No, I'm just saying that you but know, in hey, the Ukraine, will Chicago, they... we're supposedly getting mid-70s weather this weekend. Yeah, it's supposed to get warmer, but Crazy. back to what I'm trying to say yeah. Putin. is that Putin in the winter here, will he want to pull his troops out and do something and just take the territory that he's already gained and kind of go on his way? You know, if he kind of gets out of there a little bit, you get some gridlock in Washington as far as, you know, being able to put bills through, that may help the market. And then the other thing is that the market usually is well ahead of anything that we can see. So it's six months, sometimes eight months ahead. So, I mean, it'll bottom out before that. Yeah, are you talking stocks or you're talking, I'm you talking think rates are going to hit the their rates, rates. Rates are going to hit their peak yes. if they haven't already, you think? I mean, the terminal rate, which means the end rate on the two-year note, we're very close to 4.5%, and that's where they think the Federal Reserve wanted to get to, was 4.5% on, on short-term rates, and we're, you know, we're kind of there. The 10-year seems to be you know, picking up the spread in between the 10-year and the two-year. The, the two-year was way ahead of the 10-year, and now the 10-year seems to be closing, the, closing gap. that gap there. So... I mean, I, you know, the real question, let's just say that they're done raising rates here at the end of 2022, just for argument's sake. Okay. When do they have to start lowering? I mean, if they, if they keep it there for an extended period of time, I mean, you know, we're in a business right now, the mortgage business, where you're seeing rates that haven't been this high since the late 1990s, right? That's number one. You're seeing um, mortgage applications for purchases, refinances, and everything else down at 20- and 30-year lows. So is the next shoe to drop, I guess, will prices come down for residential real estate? I mean, I have to think yes, but I've been so shocked and not understanding what's happening in the world and in the economy for, you know, probably since COVID hit that I don't even trust my instincts anymore. But you'd have to think, you know, just simply, if McDonald's doubled their prices tomorrow, they'd sell less hamburgers. So You'd still buy them. Of course, of course. You know, ba-da-da-da-da. You know, don't want to insult our sponsors there. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If they, yeah, so so with with the increased rates, that's what I'm saying. So higher prices mean less hamburgers sold for McDonald's. Higher rates, it's like higher price you are paying each month for that house. All else equal, the price has to go down because if you're paying six hundred dollars more a month for a house, you're now in a lower tier of 
of price that you're looking for. So if that's the house you're going to buy, that seller either can't sell to you or they've got to lower their price to now back to what you can afford or what you are comfortable with. Um, but I just don't know because there's all these other factors that it's like, oh, there's a lack of supply. You know, is there population expansion, family expansion? So, you know, moving on, I kind of want to talk about what can people do in, you know, sorry, the rates are the rates. And unless you have a big suitcase of cash, if you are going to be a homeowner in the near future, you've got to deal with the market. You can't just close your eyes and hope that come next year that rates are going to magically be back in the fives or the fours. You've got to plan for the worst. Maybe they're going to be in the nines and the tens next year, 12%. I don't know. But does it make sense for you today, given everything, to buy a house? And if it does, what can you do in this market to to make it hurt the least? So certain things that made no sense back when rates were in the threes are, are making more sense now. So one, higher down payments. I have a you lot of... You don't need higher down payments. But, but that if, it can help you, minimize the oh, pain. Yeah, make it, make yeah you don't need larger down the payments. Pay, pay, I'm just talking about the payment lower. Yeah. how do you minimize that pain with things like assuming... Well, they have the 2-1 buy-downs that, that the seller can give you money for. Yeah, but that's, so. again, short-term. I'm talking no, about... But, but, but well, you're I'm talking, talking about, about short-term. If you could get... If you, right now you could get 2% down... You know, one two percent down the first year on 1% your rate down the second year. Um, you buy yourself a little bit of runway. Buy yourself some time here, and you're hopeful that down the road here. Listen, it's going to be very, very hard for us not. For I mean, the 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 goal for Chairman Powell is to slow down the economy. We all agree on that. That's his goal. Slow down the economy. He's okay. As much. Get get inflation down. So he's gonna keep raising they're gonna the, the Federal Reserve Board is gonna keep raising rates to do that. And there's no way they're gonna hit it right on the head. So you're gonna have different pockets of the economy that are gonna slow down more than others. Um, you'll probably have some some industries that are gonna have layoffs. There's no doubt. I don't know what industries are going to have layoffs, but there's going to be layoffs. Well, I didn't say that. Our industry, Our right mortgages, now, I think anything, real estate. Anything, anything in real estate right now, or, or I'm sorry, in mortgages, we, we have huge across the board. Um, companies going out of business. Companies going out of business. Companies laying people off in the mortgage industry. Banks chopping their, their mortgage um, not even offering mortgages and getting out of yeah, the business, getting out, of, getting out of the business, but they're they're getting rid of people who are doing their servicing, people who are doing the calling, just just chopping that whole area and maybe moving them somewhere else. Of course, right now because maybe some other part of the business is going. So so that's going to be down right now. I think the auto business will be the next thing that probably gets hit. No doubt, because rates obviously on automobiles are are pretty much tied to prime, and when every time the Federal Reserve rates uh, raises rates, you're going to have that down. So you'll have housing and auto obviously slowing down to start out with, and then it's going to what fall works into consumer spending. Well, what works well as, as soon as auto starts to fall off, then all of a sudden the auto companies start laying people off. They don't do as much production there. Um, you know, and that'll filter down. I mean, I, 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 I was listening to the chairman of United today. The travel industry right now is, is booming. I mean, right. I, I, you know, I've been to the, I was at the airport Sunday, you know, picking up my wife and, and my kid and crowded at 
12:30 at night just midway was packed it was I, I i couldn't believe how crowded it was so you know the travel industry is probably a byproduct of I, us I, not traveling yeah for i think a few it's years, two things but, it's not traveling and no one really books their flight for the next day so it's well, like there's going to be a lag it's like a six-month lag you book your flight when's that going to slow down six mo- i think in six months okay it could be six months but i'm saying so I mean, they're they're th- that's what they're trying to do. So it's going to slow down, and is it going to be three months or six months that we see this slowdown? People are. I mean, the facts are the facts. I mean, if you see the data right now, people are loading up their credit cards. They've been loading up their credit cards with gas and food prices um, going so high here over the last six months. Uh, they're loading that up. So if you're loading that up, you don't have a lot more more money to spend. Eventually, you're going to say, hey, I'm not going to go out for dinner as much, right? I'm not going to go to the movie as much. I'm probably not going to travel as much. And then all of a sudden, you see the slowdown, and that would maybe signal when we're at this, where where everyone would agree that we're in an actual recession. Yeah. And I mean, and is that three months? Is that six months? I think once we get to the end of the year here, we'll see some... Well, I, th- I mean, things the, happening I, that we haven't seen yet. Well, I think it's because the Fed is so data oriented right now and all the data is lagging. You know, what's happening today is going to reflect in next month's data. Yeah, and, you know, and everybody talks about there. the Fed looking at old stuff. I mean, they're not idiots. Most of these guys are brilliant. Yeah. Are brilliant mathematicians and <laughs> economists and all the rest. I mean. They're not oblivious to the fact. Well, but it's the same thing as people talking about the quarterback. Like it's like, yeah, it's the same, we, it's the same way that like the, I could have called a better play. That the Consumer Finance and Protection Bureau says on their filing that we're experts in in everything. We're because we said we're experts. We're yeah. experts, and that means a lot. But I I, I just I, I think that they're going to overshoot themselves. I'm talking about the Federal Reserve, or they're doing it on purpose. They want they want the slowdown, and once we get the slowdown. Um, whenever that is, so at least stop the the rate increases. But I mean, um, the scary part is that you know when I was thirteen and fourteen years old back in the eighties, you know we had that high inflation and it just didn't go away. Um, it just it's it stayed there until Paul Volcker came came in and jacked up rates to twenty percent. And if they're going to continue to look at wage inflation, and that's the most interesting part of this whole scenario is that over the last 30 years, the way that we kept wage inflation down was? In productivity improvements? I don't know. We just no. didn't increase people's wages relative no. to the cost of living. No. If, if somebody wanted a wage increase, like, like the bakeries when I was involved in that business that baked everything here in Chicago, right? they moved all the bakeries oh. down to Mexico. They moved they them out of the country. They outsourced everything out of the country. And the most interesting... piece of dynamic unknown, let's say that, from my time at University of Illinois, economics is that right now companies, due to the pandemic, supply chain that we're overseas now, they want to bring them in here. They're building factories in in, in, to the United States now. And if we're bringing all this manufacturing back, and our immigration policy is so screwed up and we can't bring in more people, I don't see how the Fed can raise rates to 50%. Where, how are they going to control wage inflation if you're going to bring back all these jobs and you don't have enough people? Well, 
you control it by bringing us into a recession and they're not going to the bakery's not going to they'd love the factory in America but they're going to be shut down you know stop eating no but i'm just saying the businesses will close and and less job availability i guess is is the way you do that via recession we'll, we'll, we'll see if they can control the wages but the uh, the other stuff that's the other stuff they're they're going to slow it down i mean it's just a matter of when that's going to happen and once they slow it down ra- higher rates you know getting that new business loan there's a rate at that business loan that but doesn't make sense to open that business at 7 or 8% we should be able to have a decent real estate market now you're going to sit there at 32 or 33 or however old old you are and you're going to say no it's never been that high since I've been alive, blah, 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 blah. It's not true because it was that high in the late 90s. But you should be able to purchase a house, not as many, not as big, at 7 or 8% and still make a mortgage payment. I mean, for the first, I don't know, 10 years of buying houses from the late 80s to the late 90s, that was the rate that we paid when we bought houses. People are probably going to listen to this and say, "Yeah, seven or eight percent." They were. That's the norm. But they weren't like five to six per times an annual income. Like I think the the average income to You're talking per- about the house pri- housing yeah. prices. Well, yeah, they've they've skyrocketed. Um, so and new and new home construction. So if we up. have sustained higher rates, the the other needles got a drop where. The prices have to come down because it's like people can only afford so much of a percent of their income is the payment or so many times their annual household income is the purchase price there. It's true. Um, so so I still think that there's going to be a drop in real estate unless we have a, rever- a, a reversal by the end of this year and rates dip again. Um Yeah. Home, home prices have got to fall to, to support what's happening right now. Um, and yeah, people are going to hold on to their houses if they don't need to sell. It's going to keep people that were looking to move maybe in in their I mean, homes for longer. I, I think in three weeks after the election's over here, you're going to have a better idea of the direction that we're going in, for sure, depending on who's going to be running things. That's number one. That'll make more things more clear. I and, don't know. and that'll I make feel, things I'm more so, clear to the Federal Reserve also. I'm so disenchanted well, with the yeah, whole thing. Hopefully I feel everyone's like it's gonna, all the same. Yeah, but hopefully everyone's going to vote in that. Well, it, it'll be out of the way, and then we won't have to watch these commercials 24 hours a day either. Um, and once that's out of the way, you know, you're going to come to a sense where I'm either going to... Listen, if I got a credit card right now at 22%. Yeah. And and my balance is starting to go up to fifty to seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, and I owe one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I still may have a better deal. Or I mean, you could take a home equity line, which we've talked about. We have home equity lines, so you home can keep, equity line. You keep home your three and a, you can keep your three and a half percent mortgage and refinance it. But I mean, everything that I was reading yesterday, because half the time I was half asleep, but. Everything that I'm reading yesterday is showing that that the amount of debt per capita per American is in, increasing at an exponential rate, and the place that they have money right now saved is equity in their house. Is equity in their house because the money that they had saved in the bank is starting to dwindle down after the pandemic here, and it's in your house and. To tap into that money is a cash out refinance. Yes, it's at seven, seven something percent, or 
or you have uh, a home equity line or a home equity loan on there. So, I mean, sometimes so you sometimes kinda... sometimes you just got to say, you know, it's time to do something here because if food inflation is not going down anytime soon and you're going to be spending X number of dollars and gas, let's just say it stays stable for you and you're not getting any more increases at work now wage-wise, you got to tap you gotta your house, do something. Yeah. Well, and, th- and that leads me to my second point of, you know, going back to, okay, this is where things are at right now. What can you actually do given the situation? So let's say you're a, you're a potential home buyer here. How do you maximize what you can afford or get the best possible rate in this market is higher credit scores because somebody well, you still got the FHA, which you don't have, you don't need a really high credit do, score for that. I know, Barry. VA. I know. There's great programs for not having a higher credit score, but it's you can work on getting a, a higher credit score if you've got that equity in your house and you do a you know a consolidation loan to knock out those high balance, high interest rate, high payment credit cards, personal loans. You know, with the equity in your house, then now you can free up money each month, continue to pay that stuff down improve your credit score i mean someone because that that is the thing barry i I know fha is great but if you've got the 25 percent you know or 30 percent down payment i was talking to a guy yesterday and he's got that he has more if he wanted to and but his credit's coming in at 660 and having to go fha with a 30 percent down payment you're paying you know private not private but mortgage insurance up front and monthly that it, it it's a shame that you can't go conventional or it's not a better deal with a higher credit score and people just don't know you know what products and programs are yeah, but out they, there but the issue the issue is and it always is especially when they're trying to make housing more available to everybody the issue is very very simple you know once you have a high credit card balance right once you start getting behind a little bit, it's very, very hard to dig out. It's hard to get your credit score back up. It's hard to dig out unless all of a sudden you're winning the lottery or somehow or another you, you got a new job where you're getting paid a lot more. So, I mean, it's just difficult. So, you know, sometimes you bite the bullet at the beginning. You take, you know, a, a loan where obviously you know just to dig yourself out and then you have to change then you have to change your habits your spending habits obviously because that's the main thing that's getting you getting you in trouble are your spending habits unless you've had some kind of life you know event which is messed up some kind of medical thing if you've got that equity in your house you gotta get in touch with us so we can talk to you at least about and how do they get in touch with you 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 click the link townstone.com it's a free consultation and we'll talk you through the different products that we have available because some of you yeah a full-on refinance makes sense you know you've got seven years left on your mortgage might be a good rate but you owe a hundred grand in credit card debt we're going to lower your payment in the best way possible with a full-on 30-year fixed refinance of everything other other I mean, a fifteen a fifteen year fifteen fix year fix great for other, too for people that are listening. What, what, the spread's about a point now, three quarters of a point between the fifteen and thirty. 
Um, I tried to do an arm yesterday, and uh, there was They're not not the, priced well. People were asking me the other day why we don't do why we don't talk about my arms, why I don't do more arms. I mean, the yield curve right now is inverted, meaning a two-year note, federal higher federal, federal government bond than ten is a higher rate than a ten. It's about a half a point difference. So I know some of the jumbo arms for some reason um, were a little bit lower than the thirty-year fix, but Generally speaking, right now, the arms for a conventional or FHA um, aren't that much better. Are, are not, they're not are, better. Are not they're better worse. than a 30 they're, or 50. They're either they're non-existent yeah. to worse. And they're, they're priced really oddly. There's no premium there to pay anything. It's just it's not it makes a, no not sense. A good thing. But that may, that may be the first thing that comes back that and comes makes back. sense for right. people. Right. Absolutely. Once, we, once it looks like we're heading into this recession and... Um, Things are slowing down. The 30-year fixed rate will finally, excuse me, generally speaking, goes above the arms, and then all of a sudden you have some fives and seven arms again, and you're able to, you know, take that at a, at a lower rate. So, so, yeah, so future purchasers or you're buying now, reach out to us, free consultation on our website. I don't care if you're not going to buy for three years. Let's get you set up and equipped you know, ready to be in the best position possible. Why do you, you want to ready? keep renting? Because I keep hearing that rents are going down on TV. And then my friend's kids, when I'm out for dinner with them on the weekend, and the ones that are living in the city or, or in the suburbs are all telling me that, that their landlords are raising them nonstop. Yeah. I, so, I, 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 I mean, I, CNBC keeps saying rents are going down. They're not... I mean, we have a thriving rental business here. You know how Zach and I know that rents are really, really good? Because the majority, the, we have had more phone calls in the last five to six months to purchase rental properties than we've had in a very long time. And obviously, there are people are, investors are looking at rental properties because there's, there's money, money to be, to be made, made. Uh, on rents. They're so probably I, looking I at the I, stock market, too, absolutely. and like, where else can I put this money? And and we didn't even mention it, but it's like self-employed business bank statement program. We've got rental properties. If you're an experienced investor, so that means you've had a rental property over 12 months or you've had two properties owned for at least two years, <gasps> you can qualify for another rental property purchase just based on the the, the possible rent of the new place you're going to get. You know, oh, I'm going to I want to buy this house cuz I can rent it out for 2200 bucks a month. And if, you know, as long as that payment's going to be $2200 or less, you can qualify for that purchase. Um so so some great rental purchase programs for experienced investors, business bank statement programs for self-employed borrowers that maybe doesn't don't show income on their tax returns but have income cash flow coming in on their bank statements. And then of course and always are bread and butter the first time and subsequent home buyer looking for a new primary residence, upsize, downsize, changing from a renter to a buyer. Um, and again, we don't care how early in the process well, and, it is. And Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, for some of our lenders, have some programs for down payment assistance for lower, um, for high, for 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 high debt to income, meaning that you're not making a whole lot of money and you want to qualify. Um, I mean, FHA is going to fifty five percent almost now. Yeah, isn't it? I got one through. That's debt like to income. Seven. So the other, you know, day. if you're renting right now and you want to go buy a house, 
you know, give us a call. We'll, we'll take a look at it, and we'll see if we can run the numbers. And maybe your landlord wants to get out. So maybe you want to buy from your landlord, buy your current place. Yeah, we do a lot of those. So, so. townstone.com, it's a free consultation. Have a great week, everybody. Rest your week. Stay, uh, stay warm until this weekend, and then enjoy it. Adios.